you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. Get in zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Welcome to another edition of the Stardom Sit'em Show. I am Marcus Grant, joined by the Sultan of Starts and Sits, Michael F. Florio. And we are through three weeks of the season. We're about to start week four. So by now, Florio, we know everything there is to know about fantasy football, correct? Yeah, we, we pretty much don't need to play the rest of the season. Whoever's in first <laughs> place, just give them the trophy. If the season ended today and you're in first place, then hey, you can brag to all your friends because this is all that matters uh, at this point. Look, we got plenty to talk about. Of course, every week, Florio puts together his list of starts and sits. You can find that over at NFL.com slash start and sit. And we're going to cherry pick a few to talk about over the course of the next 20 minutes or so. So let's actually just jump right into this, shall we? We'll start with a look at the quarterbacks. Take us real quick through your start sit QBs. Yeah, starting Kyler Murray this week against the Panthers. Derek Carson play against the Broncos. I'm giving Russ another chance, and the GOAT is a start this week. The wannabe GOAT, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sitting him. I'm also sitting Kirk Cousins. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I, I love Trevor Lawrence, but just respect to the matchup. And then Carson Wentz, after last week's dud, is a sit. 
you said uh, giving Russell Wilson one more chance. I had Biggie in my head. It's like, Mikey, give me one more chance. Mikey, Mikey give me one more chance. Uh, let's let's talk about some of these guys in detail. Let's look at some of the the veteran guys uh, that are on there, that list. Let's start with Tom Brady. Last week, we didn't like him because he didn't have any wide receivers. This week, presumably, he's getting some of them back. Mike Evans back for sure. We'll keep an eye on you know Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. But how are we feeling about him uh, potentially against the Chiefs this week? I think Brady could bounce back and probably have his best fantasy game of the season because he really hasn't done a whole lot to this point. But one of the reasons I like him is exactly what you said. Mike Evans is back. Uh, Julio and Godwin have got limited practices in. So hopefully his pass catchers are better than they were a week ago where they were literally throwing the ball to a just signed off the street, Cole Beasley. Uh, But then it also has to do with the fact that The Chiefs have allowed almost 21 fantasy points per game. That's in the top 10 to quarterbacks. Uh, So, And I just think to keep up with Mahomes and this Chiefs offense, Brady and the Bucs are going to have to throw the ball. I I think he has his best fantasy day yet in the 2022 season. He has yet to score 15 fantasy points in a game. I I, I would love to. We, we, We should tap our friends over at Research and see... If there's ever been a season since he's been a full-time starter where Tom Brady has gone the first three games without scoring 15 or more fantasy points, it feels like it's never happened. If it did happen, it was way back in the before times uh, before he became a fantasy (laughs) stud each and every week. Uh, You said you're giving Russell Wilson one more chance. He's got the Raiders this week. It's been pretty dismal for he and the Broncos offense, but what, what do you potentially like about him against Las Vegas? Yeah, there, there's three reasons I'm, I'm holding my hat on Russell Wilson this week. The, the biggest one, though, is the matchup. The Raiders have allowed almost 23 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this season. That is the fourth most in the NFL. Uh, but I'm also holding my hat on the fact that Aaron Rodgers in this Nathaniel uh, Hackett offense his first year, and it really struggled the first three weeks of the season. He broke out in week four and looked more like Aaron Rodgers from then on out. So hopefully this is just Russ taking a little bit of time to learn his new system. And then the third reason, Marcus, I, I said it on our podcast too, it's just blind faith, right? Like Russell Wilson can't be this bad. Maybe he's not, you could argue if he's worth the money he got or whatever, but he is not this bad, right? Like, he he has to be better. You think he has to be better. I know we do a segment on Fantasy Live called Just Vibes where we're not really talking about stats. We're just just going on gut feel. And I, I do. It's, it's just vibes for me. But I feel like Russ has to be better uh, this week against the Raiders. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers, it's been a struggle. I mean, we talk about Tom Brady not having a big game so far this season. Aaron Rodgers also struggling this season. You don't like him again uh, this week against the Patriots. Yeah, his next top 10 scoring week will be his first of the year. He's yet to score 17 fantasy points in a game this season. The Packers, too, they've really changed up their offense. They're running, uh, passing the ball just 58% of the time, which is 25th in the NFL and well below the league average of 63%. So just fewer opportunities there for Rodgers. Plus, uh, it's Bill Belichick, the Patriots defense, and they've limited Rodgers in the limited sample size they have against him to under 220 passing yards per game. I just don't like the matchup this week for Rodgers. This feels like a defensive struggle between the Patriots and the Packers. Neither offense has been very good to start the season. But here we are. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, barely a top 30 quarterback. Uh, You know, I I know we were all down on him. I don't think we thought it was going to be this bad (laughs) to start the year. I'll tell you what. Um, By the way. 
There's some folks over at GMFB that owe you an apology, Florio, because when you started the season and you had him like outside the top 12, I know like it it caused a kerfuffle on Good Morning Football. (laughs) So like there's some folks over there in New York at that that breakfast table that owe you an apology uh, about your Aaron Rodgers ranking this year. And, and, you know, we're three weeks in, Marcus. We said if it's happened already, this is how the season's going to end. So Rodgers, not a top 12 quarterback. Yep, it's too bad, too late. So it's all over and done for Aaron Rodgers this year. No chance for change. Uh, let's move over to wide receivers. Who do you got as starts and sits this week? I'm starting Gabe Davis in a great matchup. I'm starting Mr. Air Yards himself, Chris Olave. I think what Devonta Smith has done the last two weeks has warranted him being a start. And I've changed my tune on Amari Cooper in a good matchup. I will start him. I said I'm sitting Aaron Rodgers. I'm also going to sit Alan Lazard in that matchup. I'm sitting Russell Gage if the other Bucks receivers are healthy and suit up. Uh, I think you just get fully away from Allen Robinson right now. And Traylon Burks as well. Until he gets consistent usage, I say you sit him. Yeah, I talked to one of our colleagues, our pal Maurice Jones-Drew, who definitely has an inside with the Rams and was asking about Allen Robinson. And he said, you know, right now it's just they're, not, they're just not scheming things up for him. Sean McVay loves him some Cooper Cup, which is blatantly obvious. But right now, Allen Robinson sort of left to fend for himself. Uh, if they maybe start scheming some things up for him, maybe we can get a little bit more production. But. Let's go back to the positive side of things. Gabe Davis, I know last week was kind of a tough week for the Bills offense in general against a good Dolphins defense. This week, it seems like a lot more forgiving matchup against the Ravens. Yeah, and that's exactly what I why I like Gabe Davis. And I know he had a big week one, didn't play week two. Week three was weird because the, the receivers all were struggling with that heat. But he still did lead the Bills in air yards per target in week three, which shows that he is their downfield threat in this offense and I think against the Ravens team that is allowed by far the most fantasy points to receivers that are always getting torched in the air in the passing game so far this year in a game with two MVP candidates that likely is a lot of points scored I think Gabe Davis is a strong start this week this feels like a week you can start pretty much any of the pass catchers on both sides in that game I mean I like Isaiah McKenzie Dawson Knox on the other side Rashad Bateman Devin Duvernay obviously Mark Andrews you know you're going to start anyway so uh, this could be a points bonanza you talked about Mr. Air Yards himself Chris Olave I mean he look, I don't know if if he picks up Air Yards on his flight over to London but if so then that's even more reason to love him but uh, right now everything is coming up roses for Olave in that Saints passing game He's getting his air miles on his way to go get his air yards, I guess. Uh, 307 in week two, 182 air yards last week. He is more in the last two weeks than any player in the NFL, borrowing a stat from you, Marcus. And and then I love that last week, 13 targets, he turned it into nine catches for 147 yards. He's led the Saints in targets two weeks in a row, and I think it's a legit battle to be Jameis Winston's top target between him and Michael Thomas. I actually prefer Olave. Uh, this week as the Vikings have really struggled allowing a lot of big plays this season so far. And if there's going to be big plays made for the Saints, it's going to be Chris Olave. Uh, there was some question about Winston. He's been banged up a little bit. We're kind of keeping an eye on his status. Does this change at all if it ends up being Andy Dalton this week? Yeah, I think it would be a downgrade for Olave if Winston sits. But as of yesterday, the Saints are still hopeful that Winston suits up. And, and I think if Winston plays, you definitely start Olave. But even if it's Dalton, I, I think you lower him, but likely still start him. I mean, it's it's a pretty narrow, narrowly funneled passing game. So Olave, I think, still has some value. 
by the way, that game, of course, being played in London between the Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. You can see it on NFL Network. Kicks off at 9 a.m., 9.30 a.m. Eastern, I should say, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. You can also see it on NFL+. Plus. It's also a reminder that you may want to set your lineup on Saturday night, at least if you have any Vikings or Saints, so you're not waking up in a panic and trying to shuffle guys in and out of your lineup uh, you know, based on what happens uh, and what you want to do with your roster. Let's get to a little bit of a rapid fire session. It's called How We Feeling, where I will list off a player and then Florio and I will talk to you about, well, how we're feeling about that guy. So let's start With Justin Herbert, he of the banged-up ribs and the beat-up offensive line, the Chargers are in Houston to take on the Texans. How are we feeling about Herbo this week? I'm definitely worried about him, but in a good matchup against the Houston Texans, I I think you still likely have to start him. It's very unlikely you have two of the top quarterbacks, so if I have Herbert, I'm probably still riding with him. I feel a little bit better, too, if Keenan Allen is able to go this week for the Chargers. Yeah. Certainly monitor that. Uh, Over to the Packers, Aaron Jones against the New England Patriots. Now you had both Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard as a sit. I think you're starting Aaron Jones, but I'm not excited about it because the Packer passing game has been pretty awful so far this season. We know Bill Belichick likes to take away the number one weapon. Right now, that number one weapon is Aaron Jones. The Patriots defense has been very good, so this is a big downgrade for me, but, you know, there's likely nobody else on your roster that you've got that you feel better about starting in his place. So you're starting him, but you don't really have to like it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, who popped up on the injury report uh, with some issues there. He's got the Arizona Cardinals. Great matchup on paper. How you feeling about it? If Christian McCaffrey plays for the Panthers, he plays for your fantasy team. It's just that simple. And I'm hoping that this is the new trend, Marcus, where every week he pops up on the injury report with a different body injury and then just goes out to get his (laughs) usual 85 plus snaps, 20 plus touches and and has a solid fantasy day. It'll be like a game of operation where you just like, you know, remove the funny bone (laughs) sort of thing and just try not to touch the sides. Uh, More running backs to talk about here. Javante Williams going against the Las Vegas Raiders. A game that at least on paper is not expected to be that high scoring, but I'm still fine with Javante, mostly because I know Melvin Gordon is still there and still getting work. But Williams is the guy that's getting a lot of the passing down work in that backfield. We always talk about how much more valuable a target is than a carry. So even if he's not getting all of the carries, he's getting a lot more of the targets and that makes me feel good against a Raider defense that hasn't been particularly great so far this season. Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been a tough one to figure out so far this year, Florio. The usage is bad. The production is good. He's got a tough matchup against the Bucks. How you feeling? Yeah, I've been high on CEH up until this point. I, I thought the first two weeks usage was more uh, because of circumstances, but week three did not do anything to help that out. And in a very tough matchup against the Bucks. I think this week, CH is just a low-end RB2. It just seems like Jarek McKinnon is not going away in that Chiefs backfield. 49ers and the Rams, that one on Monday Night Football. Debo Samuel, I know he hasn't necessarily had a blow-up week, but still getting consistent usage. And I say this. You're starting Debo just because at any point he can have that big game. Now, the Rams defense has been fairly tough this season, I just think the usage for Debo sort of trumps everything and and his talent, the fact that he is still a really good football <laughs> player. So regardless of what the matchup is, uh, you're starting Debo Samuel and, and you can feel pretty confident about that. Back to the Broncos and Raiders, Jerry Judy, who uh, was jawing on social media with Broncos legend Shannon Sharp. How are we feeling about him this week? <laughs> Great Twitter exchange between the two. I, I'm feeling, though, a lot more worried about Jerry Judy 
uh, moving forward. Cortland Sutton has done a good job of establishing himself the last couple of weeks, uh, which has led Judy as the second target there. I, I think he's in play in deeper leagues or as like a flex option, but I do not feel nearly as good as him, about him now as I did after week one. Uh, we'll finish that up on the other side of that Broncos-Raiders game with Darren Waller, the Raiders' tight end, and I feel pretty good about him this week. The thing about the Raider passing game, it's pretty much funneled through three guys. Devontae Adams is going to get his. Right now, Mac Holland seems like the number two wide receiver there. And then, of course, there's Darren Waller. And the Broncos have been so-so against the tight end position. But I do think if the Raiders are looking to get that first win of the season, Darren Waller is going to have to be more involved. So I feel really good about his prospects coming up this week against the Broncos. Let's take a look at the stardom situm tight ends for week floor for Florio. Uh, take us through who you got. David Njoku after a big week three. Tyler Higby, even though I don't love the matchup, I just think his volume has been safe. TJ Hawkinson in a good matchup. And then Dawson Knox and what we keep saying could be an absolute score fest. Some sits. Cameron Brait, who I know maybe had a lot of targets last week, but they're getting healthier there. Logan Thomas, whose numbers just keep dwindling. Jelani Woods, who's hoping to build off of a big week three, but until we see him do it, I, I say sit him. And then Big Bob Tunyon, just because that could be, like we said, a, a defensive matchup. So let's talk about a couple of these guys, David Njoku, and we've sort of been waiting for the breakout season to come, and, and at least through the first three weeks. It seems to be in progress, regardless of how we feel about him for the rest of the season. Everything in this matchup just points to a smash opportunity for the Browns pass catchers against Atlanta. Yeah, he's coming off a monster game in week three where he caught nine of his 10 targets for 89 yards and a touchdown. What I love is he ran 26 routes. Amari Cooper led the Browns with 32. So Njoku's out there on the field a bunch. and He was targeted on 38% of his routes. And like you said, Marcus, he has the talent to break out. We just need him to get the volume. So I'm hoping he can build off of that. From last week in what is a great matchup, like you said, the Falcons have allowed the second most fantasy points to tight ends. I have him ranked as my tight end seven this week. I'm, I'm pretty bullish wow. on him. By the way, shout out to Jacoby Brissett, who was playing some really good football. I think we sort of discounted him. We wrote him off, and uh, I guess he's not writing back because he's, he's playing pretty well <laughs> so far this season. Uh, TJ Hawkinson was a guy that people had a lot of high hopes for. It's been a slow start to the year for him, while Amon Ross St. Brown has been eating. DeAndre Swift has been eating. But you, you like his prospects this week against the Seahawks, huh? Yeah, it doesn't hurt that DeAndre Swift uh, is likely to miss this game. Amon Ross St. Brown is up in the air. But either way, I think TJ Hawkinson is in play. Uh, he's coming off his best game of the year where he scored uh, just under 11 fantasy points because he scored a touchdown. But he sees pretty safe volume each week. You see there 18 targets, second most on the team. And then he faces a Seahawks defense that has allowed almost 15 fantasy points per game to uh, tight ends this year after struggling against the position last year. I don't love Hawkinson each week. If you listen to the show, you know that. But I think this is a week to get him in your lineup. Yeah, it's the the Lions offense. It's fun. It's high scoring. It's uh, definitely not what we expected coming into the season. But this could be a week that Hawkinson benefits, especially because of some of the injuries around him in the offense. Hey, let's talk about some guys we think deserve some more hype and are must starts for the week. Florio, start us off. Uh, Austin Eckler, he has been struggling this year, but I think better days start coming, and I think they start coming in week four. Uh, Eckler still leads the running back position in targets and in catches. He's doing what we want there, uh, but he's not getting a lot of groundwork, just 80 rushing yards on the season. Uh, his touchdowns have been lagging, but 
the Houston Texans are a team that struggle against the run they have this year. They did all of last season. And with a banged up quarterback and likely uh, banged up some receivers there, I think this could be a week where the Chargers really try to establish the run and get Austin Eckler heavily involved. He does fantasy shows. He knows us fantasy managers are worried. He's probably <laughs> telling his coaches, hey, let me let me get a couple extra carries this week. I also think that for the Chargers, yeah, it's one thing to sprinkle in Sony Michelle and Joshua Kelly. When you're winning, things are a little bit dicey right now for the Chargers. Maybe it's time for them to go back to what worked last year, and that is to feed the rock to Austin Eckler. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to stay in that same game, though, and go to Damian Pierce. And you know, we have been big, all of us across the industry have been big on what we've seen from Damian Pierce the last few weeks. It's what we anticipated coming into the season. Now, if there's one thing I could request, Lovey Smith, if you're listening, I know you you are uh how about a few more targets for damian pierce this is a guy who can catch the football but right now a lot of that work's still going to rex burkhead the other thing i ask of damian pierce if you're listening because i know you are uh hold on to the football because uh, we've seen him put the ball on the ground and then lovey smith put him back on the bench so we need you to be out on the field the chargers have given up some yards on the ground they were carved up by james robinson last week so i think there's an opportunity for pierce to go out and make some plays in week four uh who else is on your must start list this week christian kirk and i know it might seem pretty wild against an eagles defense but kirk has been so good this year that i think we he deserves to be treated like a matchup proof type wide receiver i still have him ranked in my top 12 he has at least six catches in every game with over 70 yards and three touchdowns in his last two games combined uh and while i'm respecting the eagles defense and saying to sit trevor lawrence this week Kirk has seen so much weekly volume, he's never leaving the field for them. And if this is a game where the Jags are trailing late, I I think he sees a lot of volume just as they try to uh, establish a comeback. I would not be worried about Christian Kirk this week. Even though it's a tough matchup, I would still be starting. He's been really, really good to start the season. And the Jaguars offense, it's a lot more fun to watch this year than it was last year for sure. I want to go with another wide receiver, and you talked about David Njoku as being a start at the tight end spot. I'm going to say that Amari Cooper is equally a start for the Browns at wide receiver. You had him on your list of starts as well. And look, this is me sort of yeah, reevaluating after what we've seen the last couple of weeks because I was completely out on Amari Cooper. I will admit that. But the last two weeks, he's been very, very good. And this is another really good matchup for him. He is absolutely dominating the target share in the Browns offense. Donovan Peoples-Jones, really not much to be seen. It's been Cooper. It's been David Njoku with a little bit of Kareem Hunt thrown in there. This could be a really high scoring game both ways, expecting a lot of points, a lot of offense. So um, look, I'm still not sold that Amari Cooper is going to be great week in and week out, but we could get three solid games in a row. Amari Cooper should be in your lineup if he is on your roster. Man, we're talking about the Browns and Falcons being like fantasy point havens. This, um, you know, if I had told you this back in August, I think you would have probably, you know, dumped hot coffee on my lap or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, at the very least, would have been like, what? Marcus is, he's, I don't know, saying bold stuff today. But I, I agree with you. I think this is going to be a very fun game this weekend. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Also, looking forward to some running back starts and sits. We got that coming up after the break. Plus, Get your gold chain and your axe body spray. We're getting into Club Dub, talking about some guys who are going to guarantee you big point totals in week four. That's next on the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. 
So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like... Meh. Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. 
NFL Plus is the league's new exclusive video streaming subscription service. NFL Plus has your game day covered with live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games right on your phone or tablet. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app and at NFL.com. Subscription plans start at just $4.99 per month. Fans can visit plus.nfl.com and sign up for a free trial of NFL Plus today. Stardom Sidham running backs. Florio, who's on your list? Damian Pierce, who you talked about last segment, makes it as a start for me. I think Brees Hall, even with the quarterback changes in play. Ramondre Stevenson as he takes over more work there. Jamal Williams against the Seahawks. And then the sits. Jeff Wilson Jr. in a tough matchup. J.K. Dobbins. Daryl Henderson as Cam Akers continues to take more and more work. And then Travis Etienne Jr. as James Robinson is clearly the RB1 there. Uh, Etienne is a sit. Yeah, he's he's been kind of struggling. I had somebody ask me if they should drop him for Khalil Herbert. I'm not I'm not there yet, but I, I definitely don't know if you can play uh, Travis Etienne right now. Uh, back to the good side, though. Jamal Williams, who I've been advocating to pick up off waivers for a while now. This feels like an absolute smash spot with no DeAndre Swift against the Seahawks run defense. I I've talked to somebody who has Jamal Williams in his top 10. Are you are you that high on him this week? I don't have him in my top 10, but I think he easily could finish as a top 10 runner. He already had a role in this Lions offense. He already leads the NFL and carries inside the 10. And I think his workload is only going to increase. He could get more pass game usage potentially. And then if the Lions have a lead in this game, I think he will be the back they use to grind out the clock. Over to J.K. Dobbins with the Baltimore Ravens, a tough matchup against the Buffalo Bills. And last week we were sitting J.K. just because it had been a while since he'd been out there. We didn't expect a whole lot. This week, look, I think this is going to be a score fest, but I think it's going to be a lot with the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. You've got him as a sit. Explain why you're not excited about it this week. I completely agree with everything you just said. I think this is a game where the quarterbacks are going to shine. And then last week, J.K. Dobbins played just 44% of the snaps only had seven carries and two targets. So uh, less than half the snaps played, single-digit touches. I think until we see him really handle a starter's workload and show us that he can be his old self, I think you just sit him on the bench. Like If he has a good game this week, you don't be upset that you sit him. You get happy that you now know you could start him every week. That's, I think, the thing. We're still kind of taking it slowly with J.K. Dobbins. The Ravens are taking it slow with J.K. Dobbins. We should probably do the same as well until we see that he's ready to to pick up and, and have a big workload there. Jeff Wilson Jr., I mean, we always want part of a 49ers running game, but last week the 49er offense was... Well, it was bad. There's really no way around that. It was pretty awful. Uh, this week, they've got the Rams, two teams that just straight up don't like each other. And you don't like Jeff Wilson, at least from a fantasy standpoint. Yeah, right now, the Rams have been really tough against running backs, allowing fewer than 12 fantasy points per game to the position. Last year against this Rams defense in his one healthy game against them, Wilson carried the ball 10 times for just 28 yards. And that's my fear. And these teams don't like each other, like you said. They always play ugly games, usually. And if it ends up being an ugly one like it was last week, Wilson didn't score that touchdown. You're looking at single-digit points. So I, I not a must-sit, but a, definitely a player I'm trying to get away from this week. There may not be a lot of fantasy points to be had in this Rams 49ers game. Two defenses that sort of lead the way. Uh, inconsistent offenses through the first three weeks of the season. All right. It's time to put on your, your shades and your silk shirt. 
and start fist pumping. It's time for our Club Dub Players of the Week, the guys that we guarantee you will score 25 or more fantasy points. So if you're going to be, you know, the situation or Vinny or whatever, uh, who do you have? <laughs> who are you letting through the velvet ropes into Club Dub this week? Right now, like DJ Pauly D, I guess, is is on is DJing or whatever. So we're going to let some people in. We're going to let Stefan Diggs in this week. Yeah. This is going to be a score fest against the Baltimore Ravens. So why not go with the top scoring wide receiver on the year so far? And coming into the year, I said Stephon Diggs, I think, was going to have a career year. The volume has increased. It's been even better than what I was hoping for. And this is a fantastic matchup. The Ravens allow the most yards and fantasy points to receivers. Diggs is Allen's top weapon by far. I think this is a great spot for all of these pass catchers like we keep talking about, but especially Stephon Diggs. He's my top-rated wide receiver this week. Stephon Diggs may be up there. I think he and Josh Allen may end up being some of the top scorers of the week at their respective positions, so I, I love that call. I'm going to stay wide receiver, and I'm going to go Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. The Colts have been sort of frustrating this year offensively, but one thing we know is that Matt Ryan loves himself some Michael Pittman Jr. The Titans have been struggling against opposing passing games so far this season, and really, um, we talk about funneled passing games. For Indy, it is Michael Pittman Jr. He is the passing game. Naheem Hines has not popped the way uh, that we thought he would so far this season, so I think for the Colts to be successful, it's going to be a lot of Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be a lot of Michael Pittman. And I see Pittman getting in there and uh, getting those targets and having a very, very good day uh, for your fantasy squad. You know, on the whole, I don't know about you. I know you put together the rankings and you're looking at all this kind of stuff. This felt like a tough week to find a lot of really high scores. I think there's some games that could potentially be score fests, but it felt like this was not a week that really lends itself to a ton of big time scores in fantasy. Yeah, and it was certainly a week for me, at least, like, putting the rankings together that after you get past, like, the obvious top guys, it's like, oh, man, like, this guy could, like, there's just a whole bunch of players that are, like, very close together. Yeah, so we'll see how it all shakes out when it's all said and done. Of course, there will always be surprises because that's how fantasy football works. One thing that's not a surprise, me and Floria, we are here all the time. And if you can't get enough of us, check out us, the rest of the NFL Fantasy team. On this show, you got out the new NFL Fantasy Q&A show on Tuesdays and Fridays. We got your lineup questions there, so you can tweet them to us at NFL Fantasy. You can catch us streaming at 7 p.m. Eastern in the NFL Fantasy app, NFL.com, the NFL Fast channels on your TV. The show also available on demand and as a podcast in the NFL Fantasy Football Show feed, so subscribe to that right now. In the meantime, that will do it for this edition of the Stardom Sidham Show. He's Florio. I'm Marcus. We appreciate you watching. Hang around. Enjoy week four. Hopefully you get it all right. We'll talk to you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.